You are listening to Bear in Mind, the University of Northern Colorado's official podcast. Join us each episode as we listen to the voices from UNC faculty, staff, students, and alumni as they offer insights of local or national importance. This is your host, Dan and Cox, bringing you just a taste of UNC. Hi, I'm Sharon Kleinbell. I'm the director of uh, the Daniels Fund Ethics Initiative at the Monfa College of Business at UNC. I'm also a professor of management. The Daniels Fund Ethics Initiative was created from the Daniels Fund. Bill Daniels was a cable pioneer. He made his fortune in that, a considerable fortune. And so his foundation, the Daniels Fund, was created after his death. It's about a billion dollar foundation. And one of the areas in which he wanted to fund was ethics education. He was known as a very ethical leader and he felt that it was important to bring that information to the next generation. One of his favorite sayings was that it takes a lifetime to build a good reputation, but only you know, a few minutes to destroy it. And so he was very passionate about bringing ethics education to students. Uh, so part of the Daniels Fund, um, what their funding is ethics education, centered in the business school usually, but we are mandated to also do some campus outreach. So we're centered here in the College of Business, but we do a lot of things outside. Might be a good idea to maybe define what is ethics? Oh, that's a good question. A lot of people define it as uh, what you do when no one is looking. (laughs) And one thing that the Daniels Fund really emphasizes is principle-based ethics. And so they have eight principles that we try to emphasize throughout our programming. And the eight principles are fairness, respect, rule of law, viability, integrity, trust, accountability, and transparency. So what Bill Daniels thought is that those are universal principles. And if you use those in your business dealings, that you'll be doing ethical deals, those types of things. The famous story about Bill Daniels is he owned the Utah Stars and went bankrupt. And so when you go bankrupt, you're legally, your debts are legally discharged. But about five or so years later, uh, when he had his fortune had come back, he went back and he tracked down season ticket holders, players, coaches, vendors, people that worked there and paid everything they they owed back to them. And the letter that he wrote to them was basically that he wasn't legally required to do it, but he would sleep a hell of a lot better. <laughs> it's it's incredible, too, just to, to know that you can go from all the way down to the bottom and then go all the way back up. But uh, when it comes to UNC, how did UNC get involved with the Daniels Fund? So when the Daniels Fund started the Daniels Fund Ethics Initiative, they started with uh, a pilot program with eight universities, and we were one of the eight. And they just went to different business schools and talked to them and you know, try to see if they had interest in doing it. And they do have requirements, so would you follow the requirements of the Daniels Fund, uh, such as emphasizing those eight principles. And we were interested and got involved. Now, I was not involved at the very beginning. I came on later, but we've been through two five-year grant periods. Mm -hmm. So we had what they call 1.0, the pilot period, for five years. And then we are finishing our second period, 2.0, and we were just told last week that we've been 
recommended for 3.0, we will know that and after the board meets in November. We have 11 in it right now, and they are recommending a, a, another one. Hmm. So the universities in it right now are in, and all the universities will be in the four states that Bill Daniels did business in or mm-hmm. lived in. And in fact, he was born in Greeley, right across the street from the business school. Ah. Uh, but he didn't live, live here long. But uh, So he has ties to Colorado. He also grew up um, quite a bit in New Mexico. And then he did business in Wyoming and Utah. So those are the four states. And so the 11 schools are UNC, Colorado State, University of Colorado Denver, University of Denver, Colorado Mesa, University of Wyoming, University of Utah, New Mexico State, University of New Mexico, University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. And uh, in this last round of the grants, they added the University of Colorado Law School. Oh, So it's the only one that's not centered in the College of Business. And what sort of initiatives are found on campus or off campus? So one of the things that we are known for in our consortium of the 11 schools is our Ethics Week. So every fall, usually in October, we do an Ethics Week. And every day during that week, we do something. So this past one, and and this is kind of the template that we use, Monday we do an internal case competition for students. Tuesday we have a speaker, Wednesday a speaker, Thursday a speaker, and then Friday we have something called a sandwich for your thoughts, which is a reflection activity where we give students a card, and one side might say, what does ethics mean to me, or one of the eight principles, and the other side is, what did you like best about Ethics Week, what would you like to see in future Ethics Weeks, and when they give us a completed card, we give them a a sandwich. And is that in Kepner? Yes, we have it in the foyer of Kepner. Okay, and is that open to all students? Yes, everything that we do is open to all students. Okay. But actually, um, we have had Sandwich for Your Thoughts events across campus. Um, First one was in the College of Natural Health Sciences. Uh, Then they had an event, kind of what we called a West Campus event, uh, with Natural Health Sciences, uh, Humanities and Social Studies, the library. And so we had that in the spring. One thing about the consortium of the 11 schools, twice a year we meet with the dean and the campus leader, like me, of of all the schools and we just get together and we share ideas and we mm. go around and and we have a highlight report that we go through what do we do and we just share ideas and so the University of Denver has been doing a book ethics boot camp for a while and so a couple of years ago I went they invited me to go down and I went down and kind of saw what they were doing and we've modified it here we don't have it's a Wednesday or a Friday evening Saturday event down there we just do a Friday evening mm. but and we used to Last year we started doing it with our required management course for juniors. This year we have a new freshman course, and so we've moved it to that. Mm. And so from 5 to 9, get them together. We have a couple of speakers, a couple of activities. um, And we think by moving it to the freshman course, we get them early, and we get Mm -hmm. them thinking about ethics early. Is there any sort of... Because I imagine it, it's, it takes a lot to get college students to come to an event other than it being, you know, part of a class. Are there any incentives to go in? A lot of our faculty will do either extra credit mm. or make it a requirement. 
I use a kind of event. I can't give extra credit for everything. I would be giving <laughs> too much extra credit. And so what I do is kind of a menu approach because a lot of students can't come to everything because of work or other classes or whatever. So I just start off with a menu. And for example, Ethics Week, here are three speakers that we're going to have. So uh, you can come to two of them and you'll get five points each. And then we'll have other speakers throughout the semester. And so I just add those to a menu. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a, a good way of doing it. If, if, if faculty are worried about too much extra credit, I'll give that as an example of what I do. So I set the limit on extra credit. But then I also make it variable for them to work into their schedule. But one of the secondary requirements of the or goals of the Daniels Fund is campus outreach. And so we have worked with a lot of areas across campus, and one is the philosophy department and their ethics bowl. Mm -hmm. And so they've participated in other events, I mean, other ethics bowl, but they've also uh, hosted it here at UNC, and we have uh, funded that event for them, and we enjoy doing things like that. We've also uh, partnered with uh, Gender Studies and brought in a world-class speaker, uh, Dr. Jackson Katz, and then we've also worked with the Office of Community Engagement to bring in speakers. And so we do try to work across campus. We have what we call fellows. We've had them in the College of Business since we started the program. And then a couple of years ago, we have a university fellows program too. So we have faculty from each college who work on ethics programming within their college. We also have funded students to go to West Point uh, every fall for a national conference on ethics in America that West Point holds. So uh, we've usually had four or five students go and we have included non-business students as well as business students in that and they come back very enthusiastic and really enjoy the event. And we also have student ambassadors who can earn uh, $500 scholarships by just helping us with events. We need people to help with registration, help with those extra credit sign-up sheets, uh, put out signage, you know, those kinds of things. And so what we've done is we've developed this thing called a, a program called a student ambassador program, and they work so many hours a semester and then um, mm. get a small scholarship in, in return. Well, we also fund a student organization called the Student Center for the Public Trust. Mm. Um, this is based out of Nashville. That's the national office for it. And it's um, an outreach of NASBA, which is the arm that um, oversees the CPA exam for accountants. Yeah. And so what they, a few years ago, several years ago now, but when the Enron scandal hit and Arthur Anderson's role in that, um, accounting was getting kind of a black eye. Mm -hmm. And so NASBA created something called the Center for the Public Trust. And from that, they decided to have a student organization, and so it's called the Student Center for the Public Trust. And so we have one of the chapters here on campus, and most of the Daniels Fund Ethics Initiative Consortium schools have a, um, a chapter. And so they bring in speakers, uh, do community service events. Uh, we call it kind of the Ethics Club, because Student Center for the Public Trust is kind of mouthful, and, <laughs> and people don't really know what that means, but if you're looking for a club that uh, emphasizes ethics, this would be the club for you. Uh, we also have a program called Take a Professor to Lunch. So if you have an ethical issue that you're thinking about or 
Um, perhaps you have a part-time job as a student and something's happening there or just something was said in class and you didn't quite get it and you want more conversation about it uh, we will pay for you to take a professor to lunch at one of the dining halls and um, so that program is available to students now what uh, i'm really curious about that one because i'd love to do that mm -hmm. so what would i actually need to do there is a form online okay. under our uh if you go to mcb uh website so mcb.unco slash ethics uh there is a form called take a professor lunch or you can call me <laughs> and i can get you uh hooked up with that get us some swipes right yeah. right Yeah, we do have a website uh, that has some information, and again, it is mco uh, mcb.unco forward slash uh, ethics, and we have some information on that. You can always contact me, Sharon Kleinbell, in the uh, Moffat College of Business, um, and we do have a staff, a couple of staff people that can help you as well. But look on the website for more information. Try to have our upcoming events there, um, as well as just information about the Daniels Fund and the, the Daniels Fund Ethics Initiative.